In the intro for the previous episode, episode 64, I, Mixtape, mentioned that there would be some mental health discussion in that episode. But that wasn't true, because I was thinking of this episode, episode 65, which I was in the middle of editing at the time. So when Tom heard that intro for the last episode, he reached out to me and said, Hey, you dirty liar, why are you gaslighting your listeners? And I was like, you right, Tom, weird move on my part. How unfortunate for all of our confused listeners who have since replayed the episode probably at least 70 times, trying to find the juicy mental health content to no avail. Well, good news! It's here, in this episode. And adding this introduction here was actually Tom's idea, so take it away, Tom. Yeah, I just uh, I thought back about it and I thought maybe we should have a little introduction before the episode begins just to give people like a content warning and also get some resources out. Great idea. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> because it's normal to be depressed in this capitalistic soul-crushing hellscape, mm -hmm. but you don't have to go through it silently nor alone. Here are some resources for those living in the United States. SAMHSA's National Helpline at samhsa.gov. SAMHSA's National Helpline is a free, confidential, 24-7, 365-day-a-year treatment, referral, and information service, available in both English and Spanish for individuals and families facing mental or substance use disorders. You can also visit Mental Health America at mhanational.org. And on the Crisis Resource page, you'll find phone numbers for the Suicide Lifeline, which you can just call or text 988, the Disaster Distress Helpline, Crisis Text Line, the Trevor Project, Trans Lifeline, Domestic Violence and Sexual Assault Helplines, and more. You can also find a therapist near you using Psychology Today's directory. Use their advanced search feature to find a therapist in your area who does virtual appointments, who accepts your insurance, and specializes in whatever you're looking for. And for those not living in the United States, you can go to helpguide.org and click get help at the top. And this will take you to a page that allows you to select your country and what resources you need help with specifically. So it's a great resource for finding specialized help in your area. You can find links for all of the things that we've mentioned in the episode notes, which nobody reads except you now because you're special and you're worth it. That's right. That's right. I'll talk about the podcast and then uh -huh. okay ready i gotta be honest with you though what these questions were really hard well maybe i'll just i'll just say all this on that <laughs> yeah save it for the pod which starts okay. right now hello and welcome to bring your own popcorn let us preach to your choir or stoke your ire as we spiral down memory lane with cult classics, Jurassics, and other genres that rhyme with traffic. What we lack in education, we make up for with comedy, compassion, and camaraderie. I'm your host, Mixtape Majesty, here today with a very special guest, a fellow podcast host, a gamer, a movie nerd, just a little guy. No, don't write that down. Just a dude being a guy actually unidentifiable, hyperanalytical and overthinking, a bit above average. Tom. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I what what a way to describe me again. Once again, a fantastic introduction. It was so good the first time that we simply recycled it again right. because we believe in saving the environment, recycle, <laughs> reuse, reduce waste. Yeah. I did have the option to alter it, but I think that's that's good. Right. Yes, we do run no. a democracy here, so you did get the choice. 
and nothing, it's perfect nothing as is. More, <laughs> nothing more needs to be said. If it's not broken, don't fix it. Right. Tom is back for his second episode. Last time we talked for at least 90 minutes about Stray Kids, which is just barely enough, to be honest, since that is something that Tom does every week for the past three years. <laughs> three years? <laughs> Yeah, two two years and probably some change. I don't really know. Uh, you know, it's 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 just flying by. It's unbelievable to me, like how much how much it's really captured me because yeah. it was not. It's not something that I like even think that I would care about. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but it's just fun to do and and get involved with, especially as we've like been building up the community. I'm like, okay, I have to not have to, you know, I, I don't feel like obligated to like it's a chore, you know. It's yeah. like it's just fun to get engaged with the with the community that we have about it. So yeah, I feel exactly the same way, and I think a lot of Stray Kids fans called Stay are the same way. Where I. I never had anything against K-pop and I had listened to like BTS and I was just like, yeah, those are some nice tunes. Cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but never expected to like look into it any further or to have a have a hyperfixation again. Right. It was like my last hyperfixation was Blink-182 in high school and I just thought like hyperfixations were behind me. But then Stray Kids, <laughs> like they get you. Yeah. They reach into your heart. I wouldn't say for me, it's not really a hyperfixation. Like I, mm. I definitely don't invest mm -hmm. the same amount as like a your average stay. Yeah, and the average person in your Discord server. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. Uh, or just any stay in general. Because, mm. but what I have, but okay, I am like getting closer to the like hyperfixating type of stay, or just you know any type of super fan or whatever you want to call it. Because I have started my <laughs> TikTok content creator journey with Stray Kids songs. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tom is on his TikTok Stray Kids journey. I'll have to link that in the episode notes. So. Oh, no. Check the episode notes for this, for Tom's TikToks. They're not good. It's got a nice well, ring to it, Tom's TikToks. Tom's TikToks, yeah. TikToms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> then it's settled. Okay. <laughs> no, they are good, especially the Wolfgang one. The Wolfgang one is definitely my favorite. Although the new one that I just put out today, as in today, literally today, not when this episode comes out, but yeah, today, October 22nd. Yes. I put in a lot of work. It took me about an hour just to get yes. everything cut down and, and pieced together yeah. the way that I wanted it. And then it wouldn't export. It was being like the program that I was using was being really weird. So actually what I ended up doing was I never actually exported the project. I just op I just made the, the preview window really big and then mm. recorded the preview window using yeah. OBS <laughs> and <then laughs> uploaded that. I've done that too with, so, with iMovie. Yeah. I was in a comedy film festival contest in 2021 and the same thing happened. I was editing it on my phone because I didn't have a computer at the time and I finished it after like two weeks of editing and it would not export ever. <laughs> and so, and the, the like festival, it was like due. So I ended up just like screen recording it. Yeah. But today, mm -hmm. just like we did for Phil, which everyone will know if they listen to the last three episodes today, we're going to talk to Tom about movies and find out what this stay is into besides Stray Kids. <laughs> so, so many other things. And before we jump into that, I reached out to your co-host, Phil, 
from our previous episodes and asked him to guess what movie you picked as your future film for this episode. Right. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he he is nowhere close. There's no way <laughs> that he would have guessed this movie. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to that in a second. But first, let's see. What do you think that Phil picked? Because Tom has not listened to Phil's movie episode or looked at it if he's followed instructions. So what movie do you think Phil picked for his featured film? Well, okay. So I'm being a little disingenuous, I suppose, because I haven't listened to his episode. Mm -hmm. However... I'm pretty sure that he said he told me beforehand what he was. He did pick, say it in the Discord server. <laughs> Empire Records, I think, is what he said. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, you okay. remembered. <laughs> so I remember that, but as far as like why or you know all of the other things that they all talked about, I have no idea. Okay, <laughs> you don't know why. Gotcha, gotcha. Would you have guessed that if he hadn't said it? No, definitely not. Okay, so you were correct on that. You were correct in remembering. What he said. <laughs> so good yeah. job. It was a while ago, so I could have <laughs> yeah. forgotten. No, that's pretty, it's pretty good. Phil guessed that you would pick a movie called Hackers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see that. That's a good, <laughs> that is a good guess for sure. A good guess? Yeah, yeah. Why do you think he thought you'd pick that? Because I do love that movie. Hackers is such a fun dumb movie it does speak to me on a few levels right it's about computers it's about nerds it's got it's got a nice soundtrack with a lot of like uh, electronic type music yeah it's just overall a, a good movie N not it's kind of bad though actually at the same time you know <laughs> <laughs> overall a good movie that but is bad, bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean there's plenty of movies out there that are like that right that are oh, yeah. that are like objective well, objectively, subjectively, I don't know. All media is kind of subjective, right? So subjectively right. bad, yeah. but has that certain charm to them, you know, that you... Totally. It's all about the charm. Yeah. So one of the questions uh, I think was something like, like, what are, what are some other movies that you like? Or what is your, what's one of your favorite movies that's not the one that I picked? And Hackers is definitely on that list. If I had to make like a top 10, Hackers would probably be on there. So yeah, it's a good guess. Nice. So, Actually, the movie that I picked, I wouldn't even say is on my top 10. So, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, the question for your featured film is not your top 10 or favorite movie. Right, right. Yeah, and we'll get into that. But mm -hmm. I would say that since it was a good guess, it seems that your friendship will survive another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it, good job, Phil. That's a good guess. <laughs> but you're wrong. <laughs> wrong. Wrong for the episode. Right for your heart. Yeah, totally. Nice. Well, let us jump into getting to know Tom's movie experiences a little more. We'll start out by asking, what was the first experience you remember having in a movie theater? Okay. So what I was going to tell you earlier, like right as we started recording, I was like, okay, yeah. let me tell you, these questions are tough because <laughs> who remembers this stuff? I mean, like, I certainly do not. I cannot remember like the first movie that I ever watched. The first one that I remember though is probably uh, the first Pokemon movie. Nice. I think you're the third guest to have it be the first one they remember. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 
maybe it's because I doubt that was the first movie I ever saw in theaters, but it's, right. it probably stands out to me because like Pokemon was such a, a, a big part of my, my life, you know, at the time. Mm. I was super into the trading card game, you know, collecting cards. My dad would like go out of his way to my brother and I were into it, at, you know, together. And like my dad would go out of his way to facilitate that interest. Right. He'd take us to books a million every Sunday and buy us a couple packs. And they had like the Pokemon League there so we could play with other people and win cards and stuff. He would like go on eBay and buy, you know, like rare holographic Japanese versions of cards. Damn. Yeah. That's awesome, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Tom's dad. And we, you know, we had the Game Boys and the and played the Game Boy games and all that stuff. So yeah, it was just a big part of our childhood. And so yeah, that's probably why it stands out to. And yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, not to gloss uh, over uh, the the props to Dad. Yeah, my dad is. Uh, <laughs> he's a he's a great guy. He's uh, he really. He did a good job, you know? Yeah. I really appreciate that. What's your about. brother's age relation? Younger, older, twins? He's two years older than me. Oh, so okay. Pretty, pretty close, right? Like we, yeah. we had pretty much the same interests all grow, you know, growing up at the same time. So. Oh, that's cool. Because a lot of times I'll hear like the opposite, like uh, especially siblings that are close in age, they get kind of competitive. So like, oh, you can't mm -hmm. like the same thing as me. I'm going to be into this thing. <laughs> you can't have yeah. it. Did you guys get along pretty well? Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because because part of what I want to say about that, it has to do with the movie that I picked. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Wait, the featured film? Or... Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. okay. So we'll save it for then? I mean, if no, I, I'll say it now. Like, so, yeah, growing up, I would say we we weren't best friends, you know? We were relatively close. But, yeah, we definitely fought. Like, we had disagreements and we're at odds from time to time, mm -hmm. but generally speaking, I would say we had a pretty good relationship. And like now I would say it's probably the best that it's ever been. Wow. Just cause we're, you know, cause we're older and yeah. we're not very close because I don't know. We just, you know, we don't talk every day. We don't live in the same state, you know, but I, I got, you know, nothing but love for him uh, at this point. You know, we've both, we've both kind of lived lives and had ups and had downs and been there for each other when we needed each other. So yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And did you and your brother go see Pokemon in that first experience? I'm sure he was with me. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. What do you, what do you remember about the experience of going to see it? I'm pretty sure that we got a, a special card. Like if yeah. you went and saw mm -hmm. it, you got like a spec. I want to say it was the dog, but that doesn't make sense to me. It was like the the, <laughs> the legendary dog Entei, oh. I want to say his name is. Hmm. That's I, I feel like that's what happened, but it doesn't make sense to me that it would have happened at that movie because he wasn't part of the original 151. So I don't hmm. know. You know, but uh that was a long time ago and maybe that was a re-release or something. Because it was re-released into oh. theaters like a couple years like after its first release, I think. Maybe. But yeah, I remember uh we had our guest Dash Kwiatkowski was on episode 56. That was their featured film, the mm -hmm. first Pokemon movie. Nice. And they were talking about how cards that you'd get by going to see the movie theater yeah. and they would just go, <laughs> they found out they could just go up to the staff and be like, hey, can you just give me some give me without one. me yeah. seeing the movie? And they <laughs> yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the staff just gave them cards. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that I remember is, I don't know if it's actually part of the movie, which I guess I should know because I actually own it on... VHS DVD. Oh, nice. DVD or Blu-ray. 
<laughs> no, not VHS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a while back, like a few years ago, Anna and I, Anna's my wife, we were getting really into watching Pokemon stuff. And so I bought like a bunch of the movies. Nice. Including the first one. But yeah, I don't know if it's part of the movie, but I remember that there's like a little prequel thing that happens like at the beginning where... Yeah, the 11 minutes that was cut out of the US release. Is that what it is? Because it's like a little, it's not even really part of the movie. It's just a little, like a little story. I want to say about like Charizard and I think he gets stuck. I don't really remember too much about it, but I remember that it made me sad for Charizard and then then the movie started. So, oh, I don't know. Never mind. No, but what I was talking about is the Japanese release of the movie was 11 minutes longer because there was this whole it was part of the movie and it showed Mm. the backstory of like why the things happen in the rest of the movie. Um, And it was cut from US release. Like, I don't think you can even even if you buy a DVD or Blu-ray, it's not on there. You can only find it on the high seas online, which is where I I found it. Maybe if I was to do something like that. Um, and it's the reason it was cut is because it's it's depressing there's a there's a girl that dies and the scientist puts her spirit into Mewtwo or puts her spirit into a like a genetically modified Pokemon organism (laughs) I feel like I know this story though so I don't know how how okay maybe it is on the DVD then what I heard was that you can't like you can only buy it in Japan it's only on Japanese releases Mm -hmm. but I don't know Hmm. Yeah, so that's cool. So that was your first experience in a theater and also it started your lifetime love of the pocket monsters. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I wouldn't say started. It was it was just a part of it. But uh, I still like from time to time, I'll I'll look at the new Pokemon game releases and I'll be like, oh, that looks fun. I'll play that and I buy it and I play it for a little bit. But I don't know. It just doesn't have the same draw to me as it once did. Yeah. Maybe because I'm older or maybe just because I think, well, that's definitely part of it because I, I know like playing the games, I feel like, oh, this is definitely for kids. Like the way that it plays, the the, mm. the way that it looks, like everything about it is definitely should appeal more to a uh, to a younger audience. Not that you can't enjoy it as an adult, just like sure. it definitely is for kids, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. When you saw the Pokemon movie, did do you know who took you? Was it your mom, your dad, both? Uh, Probably both. Yeah, I don't know if they saw it with us. Like maybe they went into a different, you know, movie. Oh yeah, is that something that they would they would do with you guys regularly? I would say regularly. We didn't really go to the movies a lot, like the theater a lot, mm. as far as I can remember. We we definitely invested uh, heavily in home entertainment. Mm. I mean, my dad at one point had a had like an eBay shop <laughs> and a, and like a website nice. called a a DVD guy, and he would. <laughs> He would like buy like bulk uh, DVDs and then like, you know, he was like a reseller. Dang. And so we would have like boxes of DVDs all the time (laughs) that my brother and I would like just sift through and watch. And that's, I'm pretty sure that's how I encountered hackers. That's how I watched hackers for the first time was we just had, we had it on DVD and I popped it in and loved it. Wow. So you've probably seen so many movies from like the mid nineties to early two thousands. So many. Yeah. Not a lot that I really remember. I think the ones that stuck with me the most are probably like Hackers. There's another kind of hackery type movie uh, called Antitrust. That's kind of interesting. It's got a the tall guy from Shawshank Redemption. I mean, he's in other stuff too. Tim. Oh, Tim, Tim Robbins. Something. Tim Robinson. Tim Robbins. Yeah. yeah. Tim Robinson, from, I think, is a. From Jacob's Ladder. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Tim Robbins is in this movie. There's some other people too, but uh, yeah, it's a movie about like this guy that gets recruited by you know some like ultra rich tech mogul, and then he finds out about a bunch of like conspiracy type shit at this company. And I don't know, it's really weird, but it's enjoyable. <laughs> nice. So your mom and dad took you and your brother to see Pokemon. Yeah. But what was the first experience you remember having watching a movie in the theater without any parents or supervising adults? This is another hard one because, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And it wasn't like when this was happening, I thought to myself, this is the first time, <laughs> you know? So one of the first times that it could, it almost happened. I was with my friends and we were like at a mall and they wanted to go see Step Brothers. I think was the movie they wanted to see. We couldn't get in. Like we went up and we were trying to get tickets and then they were like, we need to see ID because it's rated R or whatever. Yeah. And I, and I wasn't old enough at the time. Like that's mm. the reason that we couldn't get in. And they were really mad at me for like not being older. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> <You know>? like, <laughs> they wanted to see the movie and I was preventing that from happening. But I was like, all right, my bad, you know. Sorry I wasn't born sooner. Jeez, uh, jerks. But uh Did you stay friends with them after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not friends with them. I'm not super close friends with really anybody from uh from those years except for one one of the guys that was there. He's my buddy from uh from high school, Jake. We're not super close or anything, but you know, we talk from time to time. Shout out to Jake. Yeah, shout out to Jake. There have been a few times that I've like driven through that state and if I pass through that town, like I'll hit him up and I'll be like, hey, man, you want to like, you know, meet up and say hi or have a bite or whatever. So nice. Yeah. But he was still one of the people who was mad at you for not being older. I, I, I'm I'm like, <laughs> I'm not saying that they were like pissed at me, you know, yeah. but they were they were definitely disappointed that like, oh, man, Tom. I, I prevented that from happening. You're yeah. the <laughs> Yeah. So it was almost stepbrothers. But because it wasn't to answer the question, I think. <laughs> I think it was Ninja Assassin. Oh. Yeah. Which uh I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Never heard of it. It's uh it's not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's okay. One thing about me that anyone who has listened to the podcast or, you know, anything, if if you know anything about me, it's that I love bad movies mm. because because they're just fun. Yeah. Like, if they succeed at doing the thing that they set out to do, I would consider that a good movie, even if it is bad. Totally. You know? That and the the charm, like we were talking about earlier. Right. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah, so Ninja Assassin is about ninjas who are assassins. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Imagine that, right? <laughs> is it? Big question. Big question here. Is this an American-made movie, or was it made by people who uh, have ninjas? <laughs> i don't know the answer to that question yeah, i'm gonna assume that it's american made i mean it was in english right the the main guy is played by this guy named rain like that's his name in oh yeah real i see life. him on google he's cute he is a south korean singer i think let's see with a name like rain you gotta be yeah like his his yes i'm sure that's not his actual name but that's what he goes by right Yes. Singer, songwriter, dancer, actor, and record producer. Because of course. <laughs> because every celebrity in Korea does everything. <laughs> yeah. I think it also has the uh, the guy that played 
the bad guy in the first Fast and Furious movie, the guy who plays Johnny Tran. I think he's also in Rain or oh. in Rain in Ninja Assassin. Okay, I wouldn't know. Uh, I don't think he's. I don't think he is in Rain in that movie though. <laughs> oh, um, you're, at least not on screen. <laughs> no, not not on screen. Oh my god. Okay, I looked it up. This movie has a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. Um, so you know it's really good. But that's the thing. That's the thing. It's like this. I like this movie because it succeeds at doing the thing that it wants to do, which is be a movie about ninjas and assassins and, you know, have like cool fighting scenes and stuff. Like it doesn't have to be the most coherent or whatever story, you know, like it just has to be a good watch and it, and it, and it is. So, yeah, I will say just from looking it up, like my main concern is would be if they made a movie called Ninja Assassin and then cast just like 90% white people. <laughs> but looking at the cast, <laughs> yeah, 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 it looks like right. a predominantly Asian cast, maybe not necessarily Japanese because that would be, you know, I think ninjas are from Japan, not Korea, but right. at least it's not all white people. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Um, Dude, can you hear the rain? <laughs> it's so I can't. fucking loud. I was going to say, I was going to say like, I'm hearing like some some pretty crazy like background static i thought but <laughs> yeah no. now that you mentioned that it's rain it makes way more sense yeah yeah it's pretty strong yeah well can't edit that out but yeah, that's uh, fine that's fine it adds charm listeners. it adds charm to this yeah. episode yeah i am a real person i live with real weather yeah i can't control it well i actually can but i can make it i can make it rain but i can't make it stop raining <laughs> you you can make it rain what like you turn yeah. on your shower no, I I have magic powers. <laughs> oh, holy shit! That's crazy. Can yeah. you send some this this way? Can you send some to Illinois? Because like I uh, love the rain. Yeah, let me look at it. I know on a some map. people don't. Yeah, yeah, you just look. That's the kind of well, you gotta Google it. You gotta Google <laughs> Illinois so that you can see. A map I mean, I know approximately then, where it is, right. but. How do these powers work? It sounds Otherwise, really Otherwise, I might accidentally convoluted. send it to Wisconsin if I don't look. Well, I'm close enough to Wisconsin. That counts. I mean, you'll have to drive. If you actually want it to fall in your head, you'll have to drive. No. Well, yeah, I, I suppose. But I'm like really close to the uh, to the border. Oh. Like it doesn't oh, okay. take me very long at all. Like to you're get near to Rockford? I don't know where that is. What? You think I know places and <laughs> That's things? That's by the border. No. Oh, I see it. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, uh, okay so... I'll send. I'll, I will send rain there. Yeah, yeah. Send. <gasps> oh, you're gonna send the South Korean singer to me? <laughs> yes, I'm gonna send the <laughs> star of Ninja Assassin. Hell yeah. Rain. Rain. To approximately redacted. Yeah. In Illinois. Yeah. Within the next week. Nice. Okay. So, back to my notes, and the rain is thankfully lightening up a little. It's exciting. Yeah. Less staticky sound. Oh, Ninja Assassin. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And who did you see that with? I think I was by myself. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think I just... As like a teen? Uh-huh. That's cool. I, I'm always recommending people to go to the movies by themselves. I don't enjoy it. I'll tell you people. that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to the theater anymore, but I loved doing it. Like the first time yeah. I like pushed through that initial like, oh, it's embarrassing to be alone. And then I just did it. And I was like, yeah, this rocks. <laughs> I don't think it's embarrassing to be alone. It's just boring. Like hmm. I want to share. I want to share experiences. This is going to sound maybe a little like cute, but also like, <laughs> I don't know, awkward. I remember... <laughs> At some point when I was younger, 
that I was like, you know, I was up early in the morning watching cartoons by myself. And I remember thinking something was funny and then like looking over to to see my brother's reaction <laughs> and him not being there. Yeah. And then I got really sad that he wasn't watching Aww. cartoons with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> see, I'm... So I do like watching stuff at home with people, but I'm almost the opposite in that, like, I have had multiple instances where I'm watching something with someone or a group of people and a person looks over at me to, like, confirm we're having the same reaction. And the problem yeah. is we're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I feel bad. Oh. And then I'm, like, taken out of the experience because, like, right. they looked at me to make sure I was, like, laughing or sad about whatever was happening. And I just had my, like resting cat face <laughs> let's just say <laughs> yeah, cat yeah. face right uh so yeah that can stress me out unless unless we're no, like I, on the same same wavelength and right. then yeah i totally feel that there's nothing more awkward than either being the person being shown something or showing something <laughs> to someone and you just don't get the reaction that you're hoping for <laughs> yes you know <laughs> yeah yeah, but so I do really like watching stuff like with friends. I mean, I love watch parties on Discord and I love like having people over to a house uh -huh. to watch stuff. And that's because, you know, we'll be, you know, we can pause it. We can talk. We can laugh over things. We can put on subtitles. Right. But I realized going to the movie theater, like we can't talk during, like we literally can't talk during it. That would be rude. Right. We can't pause it. We can't put on subtitles so that we can still like see what's being spoken when people are, you know, having a conversation. Yeah. And so I realized that it's actually like less stressful to go alone. So yeah, I can see that. I think there is. Well, it, it depends on uh, like how packed the theater is. Maybe I don't really like going to initial releases and stuff. I'll wait. Oh, yeah. Hate you know, if, if like a really if a really popular movie comes out, I'll wait till like the last week that it's in theaters to go see it. Same. That's what I used to do. And <laughs> one thing that I've been doing lately yeah, because typically these days I just go with Anna, right? And so what I've been doing is I've been buying the seats on either side of us so that Hell no yeah. one can sit next to us while, while we see the movie. Hell yeah. I would totally do that too if I had if I had the, the money to the, do that. The Skrilla, yeah. Yeah, it does make it a little more expensive, but oh, it is so worth it. Because totally. there's nothing I hate more than having my movie experience ruined mm -hmm. you know by someone so. like eating popcorn in your ear or putting or just, their arm on your yeah. armrest and then you accidentally brush hands and then you have to have a whole mute cute about it <laughs> yeah just just pick a thing that could happen and i and that will like you said it will take me out of the experience and yeah. make it not pleasant for me so yeah yeah that's fair yeah that's a really good idea well other than, well, actually, I don't have to say that. <laughs> I was going to say, other than the featured film, tell me one of your favorite movies. But the featured film is not one of your favorite movies. So just tell me about one of your favorite movies of all time and why, besides Hackers, because we did already talk about that one. Uh, this is so tough because I love so many movies. Actually, yeah. what could have also been my featured film pick for this, mm -hmm. however it's already been done, mm -hmm. uh, would have been Donnie Darko. Mm, um, nice nice i haven't i haven't listened to i listened to a little bit of it but i haven't listened to the whole episode because i was like oh man i wanted to do donnie darko but then that <laughs> came out like right when we were talking about doing this i was like Dang. well <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, that was episode 59 with Steph Fernazier from Psychocinematic mm-hmm. Podcast. And yeah, it is a great episode. But sorry, she stole your movie. I'll no, let her it's know all, hey, that you it's were all upset. Good. No, if <laughs> the, more, the more people that that enjoy Donnie Darko, the happier I am. Because I yeah. it is definitely one of those movies that like is not for everyone. And you're mm. not really going to understand it the first time you watch it. I mean, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to rehash everything y- y'all talked about when, <laughs> yeah. when she was on, but you know, it's just, it's a very, it's a unique film for sure. Yeah. I might, I might've picked that one, but other than that, I think it just depends. There are so many, like there's, there's a, there's a movie that I would say is my favorite for different reasons. You know, like, uh, are we talking comedy? Are we talking crime? Are we talking drama? Are we talking well, action? You know, your featured film is a comedy. So let's go with one of your favorite dramatic movies. Dramatic. A movie that made you cry. One of your favorite movies that made you cry Ooh. or close to crying. A movie that made me cry. But you were into it. I'm not really much of a crier, I'll be honest. Not to sound like super masculine or anything. It's just yeah. I'm not like I don't really cry that often. Yeah, aren't you a aren't you an ES? Are you an ES or an E N for the MBTI? E-N. E-N. Oh, you are Ian? Oh, never mind. Then you should cry. <laughs> I think well, I don't know. Oh, uh, okay. Anna would know I'll, better than I'll I I'll say I I feel emotions for sure, but I just Oh yeah, but it's about expressing don't... them. Because having the E should mean that you're more expressive about your feelings. I thought isn't the E I thought the E was uh, extroverted. It does means? mean extroverted, but Anna explained in the Discord that it's means something else in the MBTI oh. that it's more about how you communicate your feelings than it is about uh what's it called? Socializing. Well But anyway. <laughs> I think I don't know. I'm weird, I guess, because like I am a very emotional emotionally feeling individual. However, I prefer to express my feelings through like joy and excitement. And Mm. and if not either of those, then just more neutrality, you know? Mm. Mm -hmm. But again, like I, I do feel, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think like I've definitely teared up. Oh man. Okay. You know, in one of the newer Spider-Man movies Mm. with Tom Holland, it's the one with like all three. Right, like the oh, the most re- was that the last one I think Spider Man movies. <laughs> Whichever one has Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I think that's No Way Home, which was like the last one that came out in twenty twenty one. Okay. Yeah, No Way Home. In No Way Home. Yeah. There is a scene where Andrew Garfield Spider Man has to like dive down and save Zendaya's character. I, I don't know her name in the is it MJ. Is she MJ in the movie? Really? Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> he say he saves her, and he has to do it in a very particular way because in his universe, I, th- I think it was Gwen Stacy. Like he tried to save her, and then like, but she mm. died anyway because yes. of like how he tried to save her, and so he like he was very careful, and then like he starts fucking crying because he succeeded this time, but it made him remember the time that he didn't, you know, and mm. like, oh, that's a that's a good that's a good emotional scene, and yeah, mm. yeah. I love that. That's super interesting, too, because you were saying that, like, of course, of course, you have emotions and feel and everything, and you just aren't really a crier. And obviously, in American culture, that is an expectation of men. So I was just like thinking about that and thinking about how, you know, we watch a lot of stray kids content, and it is pretty regular for them to cry for for these men to cry. And from watching like K dramas and other Korean content, I've it seems like much more common and normalized for men to cry. And I think it's sort of like a, almost like a catch 22, because I think 
like humans are imitative learners and so we imitate what people around us are doing and so right. if you grow up seeing that when people are sad they cry you're yeah. going to do that too not as a conscious choice but just because like right. that's just how we that's just how humans are we imitate what we see and so then the fact that you're saying you teared up because you saw a man <laughs> crying <laughs> makes total sense to me yeah 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 i definitely cried when we were watching the survival show mm the first time the second yeah. time i knew it was coming i still feel the same feelings that i felt then but yeah. i i know they're coming so like i can prepare my body <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah the first what what episode is it is it episode six i think six that is, that is lino fun. gets uh eliminated and like they're all just <laughs> fucking sobbing yeah, yeah i definitely my 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 eyes were pretty wet at that time Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's a sad that's a sad episode. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely yeah. Look, like you said, it's the the expectation of American culture is oh men don't cry. Like I, I don't whatever I don't care about all that. It's just like I prefer to not cry, so I try right not to. And that's what I mean is I think well yeah that too. But I, that's what I mean is I think it's 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 not a conscious thing. It's not like men American men are going around literally saying to themselves oh, i won't cry like right, i right, must right. not cry it's more like well like internally subconsciously i don't see other men crying when they're sad and so you know it just feels more natural for me to also not yeah not to get like super down or anything but there was a time a few years ago maybe even just one year ago one mm. and some change where like i was really depressed like i was having a really hard time mm -hmm. and like I would be at work and my emotions were in just like this really weird, like flux of just, mm. I could be, I could be really angry or I could be really sad and it mm. would just, it would just constantly go back and forth and it would like, just leave me like on edge throughout the mm. whole day to where just anything could fucking set me off, you know? Yeah. And, but again, I, I, I prefer as hard as I try as hard as I can to not get to a point where I do like explode you know, like I would rather I I would much rather just like sit back and think about and like not react to anything if I'm going to react negatively. But if you're on edge like that the whole day. Yeah. What would end up happening is like I would just I would try to get home as soon as I could because I knew like as soon as I walked through those doors and this happened, like it was like it was like a daily occurrence where like I would walk inside. I'd sit down on the couch and I just fucking start crying like mm. I couldn't control it, you know? Yeah. And then Anne would come over and comfort me and everything. And, but, and, and like, that's when I knew I was like, I need to get help. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like this is not normal and I can't keep doing this. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say, well, I say, yeah, more to just say that I'm listening, not to right, say right, that, right, yeah. yeah, that's not no, normal, no, no. Tom. <laughs> I, I would actually disagree. I think that is normal. Like, I think it's normal for a, a lot of reasons, but also not sustainable. It yeah. definitely is something that, you know, needs to be addressed, even if it is a normal you know human yeah. experience yeah look i'm better now though but yeah the, i was yeah. definitely going through that time where i was like man this is th this is unreal like i can't do this you know yeah not because i was like oh men don't cry but because <laughs> yeah like i felt it this right. it was not it wasn't normal for my right. for my my body yeah yeah like a lot of stuff going on under the under the surface like yeah. having to hold hold all of it in all day yeah, yeah. that makes sense that is one of the reasons that I enjoy Stray Kids content and other content too that makes me emotional and makes me cry because I'm 
kind of the same way. Like I don't, I do cry, um, but I've learned over the years about myself that I hold in so much that I don't, I'm so used to holding everything in and not really saying what I'm thinking or feeling at times that <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't even realize I'm doing that. And finding like stray kids and just K-dramas, like quality K-dramas and other content too that makes me cry or that makes me have like big explosive emotional reactions has literally been like therapy for me because it's just like, oh yeah, I forget that I'm holding all these emotions inside, but <laughs> I don't have to let those emotions out about the thing, like about whatever's on my mind. I can just go watch a Stray Kids video and cry or laugh until I'm crying and that still does the thing, like gets the gets the energy out. Right, right. So it's nice. Yeah, like cathartic. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad you're doing better and I'm glad I'm glad you had Anna and I'm glad that you had the resources to uh, seek a oh. better, better feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's I mean, hey, if I can turn this into a, a mental health PSA, you know, yeah, a mental health PSA. If you're li if you're listening to this and you have ever thought maybe I need help go do it like don't even don't even argue with yourself about it go get yes. help like it's very it's very serious and it's not it shouldn't be like looked down on right like absolutely go get help yeah right yeah there is help out there it can be you know hard to access it if you don't have good insurance but there are you know some resources yeah out there and it's worth it and they're all a google search away and it's totally worth it and you're worth it you yeah. listener listen <laughs> to me <laughs> you person <laughs> back to movies yeah. a medicine in their own right of course overall how would you describe your relationship with movies i have at times described myself as a cinephile i don't hmm. know if that's entirely accurate kind of like how i don't identify as a stay you know because like i feel like you have to meet a certain criteria to mm -hmm. really fall into that category. I love movies. I love watching movies. I love critiquing you movies. You love them, but you don't fuck them. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what the Latin root file means, right? Is it? Yeah, really? like necrophile. I can't think of another one. Well, there is another one that I can think of, but I don't want to say it. <laughs> oh, no. So. Oh, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> it's pretty prolific, unfortunately. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> but um no i do not fuck movies <laughs> i fuck with movies though let me yeah. tell you i fuck with movies yeah 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 i like watching movies especially ones that are like you know supposed to be good like cinematography mm -hmm. and story and soundtrack and like everything everything about the movie is supposed to come together to be like a a, a real cinematic experience yeah i love those kind of movies I love watching a movie just to experience, you know, that particular aspect of it, whether it be the soundtrack or the cinematography or the story or whatever, even if it's only good for that one thing. I love that. Yeah. But beyond that, I don't know. I like watching movies for the experience that they provide, whatever, whatever it is that they're trying to provide. I, I, I like that. You know? Yeah. And you grew up with mountains of DVDs. Oh, yeah. 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 The first DVD that I can remember us ever owning was uh, Detroit Rock City. It's a movie about these like four teenage boys that like are trying to go see a kiss 
concert Ooh. in Detroit. And they, fun. and it's just like a bunch of shenanigans happen, you know? Natasha Leone is in it? Hell yeah. I don't know who that is, but yes. What? She's what's her name? She's what's her name? <laughs> oh, that really narrows She's, it down. Uh, the star of Russian Doll, the, the TV series. I don't know what that is. She's also in But I'm a Cheerleader. Apparently she's in American Pie. Okay. Okay, well, she's great. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, that's the first DVD that I remember us owning. I could be wrong on that. I don't know, but uh, I love that movie also. It's silly. Do you like, are you a rewatcher? Do you like watching things multiple times? Oh my God. <laughs> yes. I, I, I watch movies over and over and over and over and over. Ah, have you ever found, do you feel like it changes how you feel about a movie doing that? Mm, you mean like, will it change in a positive way or a negative way? I guess either way. I don't think I've ever watched a movie to the point that I didn't enjoy it anymore. But I think with rewatches, it definitely can help you like a movie more. Like, especially with like Donnie Darko, for instance. Oh, yeah. Uh, the first time you watch Donnie Darko, you're probably like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. But if you give it another chance, you watch it again and again and again. The more times you watch the movie, you're going to be like, oh, man, this movie's fucking good. You yeah. know, <laughs> At each time you watch a movie, you start to notice more and more about it that you enjoy. So totally. Yeah, I would actually say that's actually probably my criteria for what would be a good movie to me. And that could be a bad movie. Like, but is it rewatchable? Like, I think that might be my main criteria because there's some movie where I watch it. And I'm like, that was not a bad movie. And I don't ever want to see it again. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to, yeah, something that I would want to watch over and over. I don't think I've wa I've rewatched movies and then found myself liking them less. I don't think that's mm. ever happened. It has for me. Yeah. It if usually I Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. You, 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 you go ahead. You oh, go ahead. well, usually what happens it's is your podcast. I'll see, <laughs> I'll see a movie that I didn't like and I either, I'm not sure if I disliked it or everyone's told me that it's good or that they really liked it. So I'll watch it again just to make sure, like, did I really dislike it or was I just tired? And 90% of the time when I do that, I hate it on the second watch. <laughs> like the first watch, I'm like, eh, okay. I don't think I really like this. And I watch it again. Okay, no, I definitely hated that. <laughs> right. And I see why now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I can, I can see that. I would say, I would argue though, that you already knew deep in your heart of hearts that you didn't like it. And the rewatch just <laughs> yeah. helped you confirm that rather than actually change your mind about True. it. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. But most of the time when I watch a movie, if I don't enjoy it, I'm not really going to give it another shot. Uh, an example of that that I can think of is this movie called Rampart, which is unfortunate because it's got a pretty good cast from what I remember. I'm pretty sure it's got Woody Harrelson mm. and I think Sigourney Weaver is also in it. Wow. But I was watching it and there's this one scene where like a bunch of the characters are sitting around a table and they're talking about something. And the director thought it would be a good idea to just put the camera on a swivel in the center of the table and just swing it around. <laughs> oh no. And so it's just spinning around. Like that this 70s table. show. Yeah. But just nonstop. And so like, oh. it's not even on the person that's talking to anyone. It's just, it's just spinning around in a circle. And I'm like, this is so fucking bad. And I turned it off at that scene and I've never had any interest in watching it again. That is so weird. That's such like fourth wall breaking and not in a good way, unless it was like a surrealist hallucinogenic movie. Like if it was about that, then that makes I sense. I don't remember too much about it. I just remember I hated that about. scene. So that's what made me stop No, it's watching. about cops. Yeah. yeah so yeah. no, definitely not. 
Weird. Let's get into our featured film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That you chose. Tom. Oh, I never said what my favorite, what would be my favorite movie is, though. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Uh, you said one that made you cry. What was it? Oh, t- Spider-Man. I thought we just went with that. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, no, that was, I mean, that is that is a movie that has at one point made me cry. I w- it's not my favorite movie, though. Okay. I don't think any Marvel movie is up there on the list. They're good. I just, they're not, uh, they don't, they don't meet my criteria. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's hard because there's so many like, okay, I'm going to go with the princess bride. It's the princess bride, which is, I think my favorite movie. I think it is. Nice. Why? Because it's just so, I love quotable movies. Hmm. Quotables. Mm-hmm. Quotable movies are the best, and I don't think there is any movie as quotable as The Princess Bride. I think every single line of dialogue in The Princess Bride is iconic. It's quotable. It's memorable. It's funny. You know, just yeah. everything about that movie is wonderful, and uh, and I love it. And it has been like the the theme of of our little friend group for as long as I can remember. Like my Discord server, not this, not the straight, including, including Phil. The, yeah, yeah, including Phil. Yeah, not the podcast Discord server, but our other one. Mm-hmm. It's literally called Inconceivable. Nice. The picture for it is Vizzini. I think his name is. He's the one, right? That goes Inconceivable. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is we had another guest who also chose this as their favorite movie. Well, good for them. It's a great movie. <laughs> I, I agree. Whoever this person is, I, I'm best friends with them immediately. Yeah, it's, I really that is feel the like, correct answer. Yeah, I really feel like you would be really good friends with him. He was on episode 61. His name's Phil. <laughs> That's me, the stray kids fanatic with long hair. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and I was waiting to see how much of what you said about the movie was exactly the same as what he said. (laughs) (laughs) And it was pretty much exactly the same, including talking about the Discord server. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) All right, well. Best friend soulmates. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. He is my my hetero life mate, for sure. (laughs) I love it. It's beautiful. Uh, And you also, you mentioned quotables and that made me think of episode 55 that i did with uh christian einzelbrooks and his featured film was don't be a menace to south central while drinking your juice in the hood and if you (laughs) if you like quotables you need to watch that movie i should watch that movie yeah it is free on youtube i think i've seen it at least once but you know i haven't didn't stick with me i guess but gotcha uh, gotcha yeah well it's it's quite a time time travel to 1996 (laughs) i bet yeah But speaking of the 90s. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Speaking of the 90s, you chose a film from the 90s. Yeah. Featured film we are discussing today, chosen by Tom. Disgusting today? I said disgusting today. Disgusting. (laughs) Start again. Cut. The featured film we are discussing today, chosen by Tom, is a 1998 American comedy film based on a recurring sketch on Saturday Night Live called The Roxbury Guys, and it features Saturday Night Live regulars Will Ferrell. Is it Ferrell or Pharrell? 
I say Farrell. Will Farrell, Chris Catan, Molly, Shannon, Mark McKinney, and Colin Quinn. It was directed by John Fortenberry, whoever that is, <laughs> written by Will Farrell, Chris Catan, and Steve Corin, and produced by Lauren Michaels of Saturday Night Live and Amy Heckerling. It had a budget of $17 million and it made $30 million at the box office, so almost twice as much. However, it was critically panned, but according to Reddit, it nonetheless has a cult following. <laughs> <laughs> I could not find evidence of this cult following, but if Reddit said it, it must be true. I'm right here. <laughs> Perfect, because I usually write a long intro blurb to introduce our featured films using articles, Wikipedia, and any behind the scenes footage that I can find. But in this case, I could find almost nothing on this movie. <laughs> the Wikipedia page is very sparse. There's no behind the scenes content. There's no videos. There's no articles. So to break tradition a little, instead of me continuing to introduce the film, Bum, bum, bum. Mm. Tom, please introduce this movie that you have chosen with a brief, okay. a brief overview of what you know about how it was made and a brief overview of the plot. Oh, wow. Okay, well, I don't really <laughs> know how it was made. I, I did know that it was based on a Saturday Night Live skit, right? But yeah, it's called A Night at the Roxbury. And... And it's it's basically about these two brothers that are like major club hoppers, but there's this one club in particular that is supposed to be the best nightclub ever, and they hit just for the life of them cannot get into it. So it's just kind of like a little adventure about them having aspirations of being club owners themselves and getting into this really hot nightclub called the Roxbury and, uh, you know, some stuff that happens to them along the way. <laughs> Did you watch the Roxbury guys, the sketch? Uh, no. Okay, so you went into this movie because, like, the audience for this movie was people who watched the sketch. And so you had never seen the sketch before you saw the movie. I think this may have been one of those DVDs that we just happened to have oh. uh, laying around. Oh, that makes sense. May maybe, you know. <laughs> I don't remember the exact circumstances under which I watched it for the first time, but I know <laughs> that when I did, I loved it. And my brother and I, again, this is like one of those quotable movies, you know, my brother and I would do the little headbang thing. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. They like they they do this little thing with their head <laughs> in the car and at the clubs and stuff. And uh, yeah, I was really into that. Thank you for the summary and the introduction of the movie. Can you say what you think are the overarching themes of the movie? Brotherhood self-discovery and just having a good time <laughs> that could have been the tagline for the movie just having a good time <laughs> yeah so you don't remember the first time that you watched it exactly it just was oh, like around no i can tell you where i was in you know my house <laughs> <laughs> in the living room i assume so you were not one of the dozens of people who saw it in the theaters there's no way I saw it in theaters. When did it, what year did it come out? Like, 98. 98. I would have been seven. Oh, okay. It wouldn't, it would have made no sense for a, me to see it in a theaters. A little inappropriate for yeah. a seven-year-old. Yeah, yeah. And you said your brother was also very into it? Yeah, I mean, I think so, you know. At least he never said that he wasn't. <laughs> so I never asked, but he watched it with me, therefore. Yeah, no, we watched it a lot though you know yeah 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 so that's good evidence <laughs> yeah <laughs> when was the last time you watched 
this movie earlier today oh nice because so i was uh i was getting some some sound clips from my little soundboard here oh nice <laughs> i don't know if they'll come through here i'll 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 try one and then yeah. tell me if it tell me if it works your brothers no <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> yes it did come through <laughs> For it came through my headphones. I'll see if it it uh, comes through on the recording or not. Okay. So rewatching it today, prior to today, what was the last time that you had seen it? Uh, like a week ago, <laughs> I watched it with Anna. <laughs> nice. What did Anna think of it? Had she was it her first time or she'd seen it? Before? I think she said she had seen it before, in that you know I think she liked it. You didn't I, you know, ask her either. I don't think she. I don't think she loved it. You know, <laughs> it definitely didn't didn't meet her uh, her top ten criteria. But uh, yeah, yeah. Do you feel like there was any differences between when you used to rewatch it as a teen versus watching it now? Oh yeah, for sure. There are definitely some problems about it that I notice now that I <laughs> that I did not notice or maybe did notice but didn't care about <laughs> as a young boy. You know, right. It objectifies women a little mm -hmm. bit, uh, <laughs> es and especially in some scenes that I'm like, mm. Ugh, that's a little cringy, you know, mm. like maybe we could not do that. Yeah. And honestly, I think if we recut the film and took those scenes out, it would still be everything would remain in place that needs to be there, you know? Yeah, because those scenes definitely like they weren't funny. Right. Even at the time. So, yeah, you could definitely cut those out and still have the same structure of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can have the same general feel and theme to the movie. However, it does it is at least it seems to me that the movie addresses the kind of objectification in a way that that paints the main characters, uh Will Ferrell and Chris Catan, right, the brothers a as like people who don't know what to do. Um mm -hmm. like it's wrong of them to be the way that they are because of those things. And like like one of the first scenes is this girl or this woman like is like walking and then they like they like bounce her back between each other you know yeah and then she yeah. like runs off screaming but which is like terrible right? right but immediately security comes and like throws them out of the club so like true, true. at least the movie is like hey that's a problem Don't there is that. yeah there is that immediate immediate thing but what do you think about the fact that at the end of the movie they they win and they get all their dreams as the same people doing the same things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that they're the same people though. Cause they, they went through mm. a little, a little bit of a turmoil. And, uh, and so that's what I mean. Like by a little bit of the, uh, the self discovery where mm. throughout the film, you know, it's apparent that their dad has like these big aspirations for Steve in particular, uh, who's mm. the older one played by, I guess he's the older one. I, I don't really know what the <laughs> supposed age difference is between them. Yeah. I just assume like I watched this movie and, and if I even at the slightest level, I attribute like Steve is like my brother and Doug is like me, <laughs> you know, like and Steve is Will Farrell, right? Right. Or, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And so like their dad like wants certain things from Steve and is kind of like guiding Steve along the certain path, even to the point of like basically arranging a marriage for him yeah. and making him do all these things that he's just kind of going along with for whatever reason. And Doug is like, 
vehemently opposed to it and doesn't want to, you know, doesn't want to be on that path, doesn't want to be told what to do, wants to do his own thing, you know, really going against the grain there. And so, and that kind of like sets them at odds with each other at some point because things keep happening that aren't working out for the both of them. And so it leads Steve to continue on this guided path and Doug to deviate even further and try to do things like by himself. But then like at the end, Steve realizes I don't want to be on this path. I want to do the stuff that I want to do with my brother. And then Doug comes back and he's like, I miss my brother. Like he's not terrible. You know, like I want to hang out with him. I want to do things with him. And they get back to, I guess, where they were, but as better people, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that breakdown and reading of it, especially I've only seen it once when I watched it last week, whereas you would be the expert on this film. I wouldn't call myself it, an expert. Maybe, I mean, what, how many hours makes you an expert in something? Is it like 40 uh, or something? Is it? <laughs> it's probably more than that. How, <laughs> how many hours? 10,000. 10,000? <laughs> Do you think yeah, you've watched I'm, it 10,000 times? Absolutely not. It's only like an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so 10,000 divided by... Well, uh, one point... I don't know. <laughs> you think I you think I don't know how to do math? Come on. So you would have had to have watched it 8,333 times. Oh, okay. You probably only watched it Basically, like ba that's more than that's more than a whole year, right? That's more than a whole year of just how sitting many, there watching it. How many hours a year? Like 8,000... 8, no, it's less. It's less. How many yeah. hours? How many 8, hours would I have 8,760 is in a year. Uh-huh. But you'd only have to watch 8,300 8, to be oh, an expert. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> it's less. Yeah. But, okay. That, just you're just accounting less. for like when I have to go to the bathroom though. Uh, How much time do you think is why? the average amount of time someone spends like on the toilet in, oh, in I a think year? It's changed a lot because of cell phones. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I don't go in there and just do what I need to do. I go in right. there and do that and watch 13 TikToks. Right. <laughs> Maybe even make a TikTok, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oops, how did we end up talking about that? Oh, yeah, because you're, <laughs> you're an expert on this movie. Right. So I'm I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate but... uh, your seasoned perspective on the film. Yeah. Even if I, you know, experienced it differently, that's because I've only seen it once and do not have a history with it. Yeah. You were saying that you sort of see yourself, you see like you and your brother. You see yourself in him. See yeah so do you relate to the experience of where your brother was the one who was kind of going along with what your dad wanted and you were the one rebelling not so much what my dad wanted but my brother i would say has been more he follows societal norms more than i do and i'm not saying this as a bad thing it's just mm -hmm. we we were different in these ways where he would act in a particular way like especially at school and and I didn't do that cuz I'm very much a like Doug I don't really want to follow societal norms I want to decide for myself if that's what I want to do or how I want to be and then you know change myself according to that so yeah. I'm not like other guys you know <laughs> <laughs> I I would say it's it's similar in in that regard whereas like Steve in the movie is following a particular path that he's being told he has to follow and yeah. my brother was also kind of doing that like he was doing what what he thought was expected of him in certain situations and a lot of the times in those same situations i was not doing that like i would act completely different you know yeah did your brother marry molly shannon he did not marry molly shannon no 
but he is married. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not arranged by your dad. It was not arranged. No, <laughs> no. Uh, they met at a restaurant that they both worked at together. Aw. Um, yeah. Meet cute. Very, yeah, it's very, very sweet. Their origins and all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm happy for them. It's good. Nice. So the prompt for selecting a film was to choose a movie that changed, affected, or greatly impacted your life. Yeah. So I'm really excited to hear about how this movie did that for you. I think it is kind of like a little bit how I already talked about how I I could kind of identify with the character of Doug mm. and see Steve as kind of like my brother in, in that light, you know, as yeah. far as how we act and what we do and why we do what we do. But also I think as far as I can remember, and again, I could be wrong because I don't know, you know, my memory is weird, but I think this might've been like the first exposure that I had to electronic slash dance type music, which I fucking love. This OST rules. Yeah. It's full of bops and bangers. Bangers and bops, bangers right. and bops. So many bangers in this movie. Yes. And, you know, like I said, I think it was like the first exposure that I had to music like that. Mm. And I don't know if that immediately kickstarted my uh, exploration of that type of music, but definitely to this day, electronic music and dance music is like top tier for me. I love that type of music. So nice. getting to see it, getting to see it and hear it and, and have it be like a very pivotal or not pivotal but uh prolific part of the movie was yeah. really cool for me because i'm like man this music this music is awesome yeah <laughs> you know yeah the soundtrack the soundtrack is so good i will say i can't remember the name of it but the main song that they use like i'll never get sick of that song do you know what song is it what is love what is by love? Well, i used to know it um <laughs> by hadaway love what oh, is love okay. by hadaway whoa he's a trinidadian german singer Born in Trinidad, but raised in Cologne. Whoa. Fascinating. Now I want to know everything about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should have got a little clip of the song to play here, but I you oh, can yeah. do that in, can you can do that in post. We'll do it in post. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. And, you know, speaks a lot to how significant OSTs and soundtracks can be. Oh, for sure. In our lives. Like how much it matters, the, the, the music that people choose for movies. I've seen movies that I did not enjoy and then, but still was able to like run with the soundtrack off into like another another direction yeah the soundtrack is a banger and yeah music definitely makes a movie or the the soundtrack can make or break right right hackers is another good example of that hackers has a lot of electronic dance type Mm. music that just that just hits so good in that movie yeah another reason why i agree that uh, hackers definitely could have been my pick for very similar reasons music is definitely up there good job phil that's me yeah he knows me so well not well yeah. enough, though, because I didn't pick Hackers. I picked <laughs> A Night at the Roxbury. Yeah. <laughs> Bad a movie job, I don't Phil. think he's ever known me to have seen. So. <laughs> oh, this will be great. This will be so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been a fantastic discussion about movies and feelings and brothers and bangers and bops. And I'm so happy that you joined us on the pod, Tom. I'm so happy to have been here again. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. This is a lot of fun. If people would like to hear more from you, Tom, tell us all about where they should go for that. 
Oh, oh man. Yeah, you should go to uh, makeastay.com. That's the website that we have for the the Street Kids podcast that Phil and I do. Yeah. And uh, there's tons of you know, links there for you to support us in multiple different ways. And even if you just want to listen to us, that's cool too. We love seeing those numbers and sharing the joy of Street Kids with the world. Yeah. If you, you want to watch my crazy TikToks, my TikTok handle is TX underscore Tom. And there will be a link in the episode notes. Nice. Hell yeah. Okay, now just drop all your soundboard sounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I got a few <laughs> more, right? Yeah. Uh, I got this one. Flying rat sauce. That'd be wild to see. <laughs> and uh, hey, hey, hey. Is that a mirror in your pocket? What? Because I can see myself in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh and yeah so another theme of this movie which i think we talked about a little bit but it's definitely like these guys have no idea how to talk to women you right know? yeah which is hilarious because i feel like i was always pretty shy i had girlfriends and i would talk it's the weirdest thing i get really nervous if i really like somebody and i and i like kind of freeze up sometimes when i talk but mm. generally speaking i'm pretty like uh, like, like I'll say things with so much confidence, ex- exterior confidence <laughs> that it looks like I've just got like mad riz. But on the yeah. inside, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous. <laughs> you know, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. all fake, you know, and I think the uh, both of these characters have that. Right. Mm-hmm. They they both exhibit that that type of uh, uh, personality. <laughs> yeah. Inspirational. Did you ever <laughs> did you ever use any of their lines? on real ladies (laughs) no 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 that's good that's good oh yeah there's this scene in the movie where doug is pretending to be like dancing with a woman in his own nightclub and he's like he's got these little figures and uh so this is from that hi doug your nightclub is so cool can my supermodel friends come in and dance no yes you're so funny and cute and tall hey let's shake it i don't see why not shut up let's shake it it's so stupid (laughs) Yeah, that's all I got. Okay, (laughs) nice. Well, thanks again. This was super fun chatting with you. And uh, everyone go to makeastay.com and have a great time. (laughs) Yeah, or your money back. Or your money back, baby. <laughs> I put that on your on the website as your for your link. I, I said something like, uh, "Oh, you're you're guaranteed to like it, or your money back." And then underneath, with an asterisk, I'm like, "It's free." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it is free unless you go to the Patreon and subscribe. And I may or may not give your money back if you decide you don't like oh. what's there, which is not a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just a risk you're you're gonna have to take. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Take a chance. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Tom. And remember, everybody, bring your own popcorn. Bring your own popcorn. Thanks for having me.